How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to another spine-tingling episode of Brain Damage Podcast. I am Buddy the Bruiser. And I'm Dynamite Jared. Welcome. How you doing, man? How was the... For those of you that don't know, Jared went to a haunted house. Uh, was it a house or was it just like a field? Like, what what was the whole vibe of your, uh, your experience last night? We went to Conneaut Lake Park. Uh, haunted house ghost lake um and it was way better than seven floors of hell. <laughs> it was so much better they had um they had 10 houses uh to go through like some were better than others but it, in general um you know they didn't have like any like giant creatures but like neither did seven floors of hell this year or not this or, year yeah um but they did have like a big fucking jason running around with a chainsaw and a couple of jason people with run- a chainsaw yeah jason with a chainsaw and he would chase all the girls that would if he, if he could get a scream out of them then he would just start really chasing them um but yeah 10 10 different haunted attractions um and some of them were pretty good. Like there was this one uh, called the fog. And as you can imagine, it was literally just like the lost on VHS set. And no, it was even worse. Like you go in and it's kind of like a little labyrinth, but just completely, completely just like fucking filled with fog to the point where like even outside of the tent was just like, fog everywhere so it just looked like the foggiest night of all time before you even got in there and then once you got in there you couldn't see like one foot in front of you so like i was behind like the the person leading our group and um he he took a step too far and i just like could not see him at all total fucking blindness and i like was like Hey, like, you know, where, where'd you go? And then, like, he stopped, and then I took one more step, and he was literally like inches away from me the whole time. Okay. But, like, since he just like got an inch too far in front of me, I lost complete visibility of him. So, like, you literally had to just walk around with like your hand in front of you to like feel around. And because of the environment there, it wasn't safe for actors to be in that particular haunted house. Right. There, yeah. there were some people at the beginning and I couldn't because you can't see anything. So I couldn't tell if they were actors or just people that got lost because we got lost in there. And then the person leading us got lost and completely got turned around. And then we got out of there like five minutes before the guy that was with us even got out. He got out like five minutes later after us, we were just waiting for him. Uh, the scares in there would be that they would have like a, like a, a light and like a big horn. So like in certain parts, there was probably some motion sensor or whatever that once you would cross over it, this light would flash. And then this like really loud horn would just like come out of nowhere, like jump scare you kind of like you're about to get hit by a car and like a, on a foggy night. And then there were some other cool ones. Um, I think, you know, 
seven floors of hell set a really low bar for us this year in County out Lake park. Um, definitely exceeded expectations. Um, they're able to touch you there. Um, they don't really do much and most of them won't touch you, but there's parts where you go through and you walk through like a completely dark room and there'll be somebody like kind of like on the floor and they'll like grab your legs and oh, stuff okay. like as you're walking and shit. You're like, oh, what the fuck is that? You know, it freaked out some of the members of our party. Um, I was just kind of like, oh, hello there. <laughs> you know, but right. It was pretty my, good. So my wife, so I basically I'm the only one that's been to the mid haunted house this year because we all went to the mid one together. But then you and my wife both went to some decent ones the following weekend. She just went to that Forest of Screams one, which we see the advertisements for all over the place at Seven Floors of Hell because they're run by the same people. They're just like in different like regions, like the other ones like in Medina or something. But she says that basically all their budget is going to this other one, uh, the Forest of Screams, because she said it was really fucking good. She said like the Haunted Hayride, it's like not like a short thing. It's like actually like 30 minutes long. And it's like interactive, like there's actual actors that will come up to the hayride and like get on there with you and stuff like that. And she said it was really good. She said it was really a lot of fun. Like there's like a billion actors at this one, unlike Seven Floors, where each house will have like two people in it max. Yeah. Or a and lot they of have time. like the secret paths where they just run through and scare you multiple times. The same person. Yeah. The only one at Seven Floors that like really goes off is the new metal one. Like that one is like. Like bad shit, fucking insane. <laughs> I still kind of like the cemetery one. I feel like there's, like, you get like a nice sense of like uneasiness as you're walking through it, and there's really only like one person in there that jumps out at you, but you kind of see like the uh, statues and stuff in there. And there's you a see, lot of like, craftsmanship in that one. Like it's not just like, like all right, the... a circus tent. Yeah, but even when you see like the the figures of the statues and stuff, you're like, oh wait, is that an actor? And then you kind of have to get up close to him and be like, oh, it's a you know, it's kind of like a a big statue or whatever. But so I kind of like that one, and I mean, I guess in a way, it's kind of similar to the fog. We all enjoyed that, and um, you know, there's a couple other ones in there. There was one in there that was like pretty long. We're like, goddamn, like. Is it going to end? You know, like we just kept going through it and it was playing some new metal in there too. They were playing Slipknot. Hard. Another one was playing um, Disturbed, The Sickness, just like the whole album, like as we were going through there. So that was good. So yeah, it was fun. We should try to go to another haunted house before the season ends. Uh, I just picked up because I had to go to a drugstore today. Um, They had coupons for three dollars off of the carnival of terror or something like that it's in stark county okay so, um, i got like four coupons to that three dollars off for each of us if we have the time to go there's another one in cleveland as well that i don't even remember hearing about until this year it's just called like the cleveland haunt but like i haven't heard anything <laughs> who, about named, it. who named this one miles yeah, I, <laughs> so, okay so i have a burning question for you actually regarding okay. regarding midnight miles and we'll talk about him a little bit later on as well but i noticed on your wife's instagram because she posted a photo of all you guys at the haunted house but the, it was had a very curious caption on it that the fast passes you guys paid for were 80 dollars 40 dollars a piece 
Okay. Yeah. Because I was like, how the hell did these guys get Miles to pay $80? No, no, yeah, that never would happen. Um, No, it was $40 a piece for the Fast Passes. The general admission is $25. And at first, because we showed up, like, last out of everyone, and uh, they're like, hey, make sure you get the Fast Pass. And I was like, oh, what the fuck? Like, I was, I was really pissed off about it because... I was hoping to pay $50 for me and Mazer. And um, so they're like, no, we all got the fast passes. So you got to get the fucking fast pass. Oh, great. So I got the fast pass, but it turned out to be a worthwhile investment because all the lines were pretty long. And even with the fast passes, we like completed the final haunted, like the final uh house like just at midnight so like without the fast passes we would have been been screwed yeah yeah, we wouldn't have been able to get into all the haunted houses yeah unlike our at the seven floors when if you at at least on the nights we went if you got the fast pass it was like a fucking joke like literally that one guy had the fast pass that was was the funniest thing of all time literally the lines are like three people long and this guy just pulls up in the fast pass line and he's just like Fast pass, fast pass. And he's like fucking like it's so fucking funny. Oh god, uh, seven floors of hell. You know, it's it's kind of sucks to see the fall of of a once pretty good haunted house. Have, have you ever been there when it was good? I was never there in its heyday, but yeah. I have been to. I don't know if it was the Forest of Screams that I went to, or if it was another forest scenario in Ohio because I can't remember the specific name of it. But I went to, that's the only other one I've been to. Um, I haven't been to too many haunted houses in my day. Well, I know that you're absolutely terrified. Absolutely, of, uh... absolutely horrified. That's why I have to be in the back to protect all of you from the people following us. I I ain't worried about the people following us. I'm worried about the people in front of us. That's what I don't like when they jump out at me. So I'm usually somewhere in the middle. But uh, last night I took the back a couple times because um you know a lot of people went in front of us and then Maisie it was just me and Maisie in the back and she was not going to be in the back so no. it had to be me yeah but yeah so haunted houses uh I I hate to clown on seven floors of hell and and be like you know it's kind of a waste of your money but you know I would like to see it return to form someday but as of right now they keep jacking the price up for less and less every year mm-hmm. like at least last year they had a couple of mascots walking around this year they didn't have anything and and maybe and Maisie... we maybe we just picked a bad because last year we went on like the saturday like of halloween like maybe we picked just like a bad night or something but still you're only getting the five houses which i mean i get it i mean covid they're not at like full speed still um but you know it would have been would have been better if they put maybe half of their investment in the two haunted houses that they own. Because like she said, this other one was like insane good. It's, you know, I just don't like me and Maisie were talking about it on the way home from this haunted house is like you, you had a bunch of fucking jabronis like walking around with baseball bats and shit outside when, when the we insides, were the, when, when the insides had nothing. <laughs> well, 
that's not the point though. The point is is that you had fucking, you know, goddamn psycho juggalo and shit walking around very unimpressive. Like, couldn't one why couldn't you just have one of these guys wear one of your mascot costumes and and walk around? It just didn't make any sense. I want I feel, I feel like some of them I feel like some of them were doing like double duty though, because some of them I actually saw like go into the houses as you well. Can't, but you can't go into the house with one of those costumes on. That would be terrifying if, if someone if that, had that, like, that one of the... bunny came up to you in the haunted house. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be if, the, if one of the mascots was in the haunted house, because you know usually in the haunted house it's usually somebody with some shitty makeup on that kind of pops out and screams at you. Oh, you know it's a jump scare, but then it's not scaring anymore after that. I feel like I'd be a little extra taken aback if, you know, like a very well-designed like costume like kind of popped out at me. They had they had some cool animatronics at um Ghost Lake. There was one that was like this giant clown head that was like kind of like moving around and shit and like coming at you. It was kind of off the beaten path, which was strange. You thought that like Maybe you want it to be the focus or something. Yeah, come right there. But you kind of had to like look behind you to see it. Um, and then there was like another one. One of the coolest rooms there. You went into a room, and there was a a real like old tube TV turned on to like static, and so like the static was going on it, kind of like Resident Evil Seven vibes. And then like you're walking through the room, and then like from behind this curtain comes this animatronic like girl that's kind of like like bent like backwards like and then like comes and like dips her head back i'm doing a hard time describing it but it's kind of similar to like the exorcist the crab walk scene that we're talking about she'll like fly out from behind the curtain and then her head will like split back kind of like you know it should not be able to do but it was an animatronic but it was still really cool there were some other cool things like uh, some of like uh, elastic, I guess, walls, you know, okay. kind of like made out of like the morph suit material. Yeah, yeah. And that like people would be behind. So then when you walk by them, the like a hand like, will like come stretches, out of the wall. Yeah, like in the, like the first whole uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, like Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And like the hands would grab your arm and shit. And I was like, oh whoa! So that was pretty cool. They had some cool stuff there. Like, you know, it sucks because like you could tell that their budget, even at this place, was not that great, and um, you know kind of limited actors and stuff like that and some of the haunted houses were terrible like i'm not gonna lie to you some of the houses were absolutely awful like (laughs) one was just like it was i think it was called like circus of rust or some shit like that god i should have brought some water in here with me this amateur move because i keep like getting spit in my mouth and like having to like moisturize my mouth with my saliva instead of drinking water um but it was basically just a maze that was very wide like they didn't even give you like the claustrophobic feel in it it was like very wide open maybe like one or two actors in the whole thing and like very 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 minimal like like decor like set 
or anything. It was just kind of like walls of like painted plywood. Was it a case of they had like too many houses? So like some of them are inevitably going to be like shitty or was it just like. That was the only one that I really walked out of and was like, man, that one sucked. Because all the other ones kind of had like a little gimmick to them that was kind of fun. And some of them, like the cool thing about Ghost Lake that's um uh that's pretty good is that like there's actual houses there. So some of the haunted houses you walk through an actual house. Oh really? Yeah, and they kind of have it set up to be like that. And they didn't do it this year, but there's also a hotel there. And last time we went, which I believe was last year, um, they did like a haunted hotel thing. So it's like an active hotel that people stay in, but they like cordon off part of it to be like a haunted house. And so you Got go it. through like an actual hotel and they have, you know, all the haunt stuff in there and everything. It's kind of like the shining and it's kind of hard. Yeah. It's pretty good. Um, So yeah, ghost Lake, check it out. Seven floors of hell. You know, they need money. I guess they they need money to keep that thing going or else it's going to die out. What do you think? Oh, for sure. It's definitely unless something like drastic happens, like it can't have too many years left because, I mean, they just got to do something or even the crowds are like really poor. Like the last two times that we've went, not much of a wait to get into the houses. We got in and got out within like an hour and a half both times. Yeah, like nobody's going anymore, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and more expensive every year. Yeah, last year I think it was like a solid thirty, and then this year it was like thirty-two or something yeah. per person, which is insane for five houses. And like, there's not really much else to like do there, because like even like when we went to like Bloodview, like they had like that whole like area where like you could sit and like hang out. I think there was like a fire going, even maybe. Um, when we went to Bloodview, like there's a whole like atmosphere element to this. And I mean, this like it's so open, like the houses are like kind of like spread out and like there's nothing it's, like in between. Really? Yeah, you know? it's too open. It's just kind of like a wasteland with like little houses kind of here and there. It's like a whole fairgrounds. And even last year, there was a little bit more there. Like they had that buried alive like thing and stuff. Yeah, and- yeah. yeah. But even last year, it was just, like, too open. Like, get something going on in the middle. I, You know, I don't know what it could be, but, like, I don't know. Like, one of the attractions at Ghost Lake was kind of, like, it was a ride. It was, like, um, before they used to have the Blue Streak, was which was a legitimate roller coaster, and you would work your way up to it, and that would be the last like thing would you would ride the roller coaster after going through all the haunted houses but that roller coaster burned down but now they are using um kind of like the wacky shack at waldemir hard you know so it's kind of like an indoor roller coaster but not really even like a roller coaster you just kind of go through on a cart and kind of see like the decor and everything but that was one of the things there And so, I mean, like, Seven Floors of Hell, you know, you have this whole fairgrounds, like, can't you just, like, invest in, like, some sort of, like, carnival ride 
and like kind of slap that in the middle of the fairgrounds there and make that one of your attractions. Have it operated by one of the mascot guys, you know, I don't know. The fucking know. like goblin dude or whatever. The... I'm just I'm just spitballing here, but you know, like it needs something. It needs literally anything. Yeah. Uh you know, maybe some games like maybe like a magic show going on in the middle set up some bleachers or some shit well there's bleachers at the fairgrounds maybe move one of the haunted houses over to like kind of the middle and then leave the bleacher area open to maybe some sort of live performance i don't know you know just like anything you got to get something going on there because it's too much money for just kind of like the basic, really basic haunted house experience, and it feels super empty. Doesn't feel like you're getting your money's worth when you go through seven floors of hell. No, definitely not. I agree with you. Um, how was uh I guess while we're talking about this, you never really told me about Hollow Weekends. How was that? Hollow Weekends is good, but uh, you know. We didn't really get to do any of the haunted houses there. We got to do one because it was like an outdoor kind of like walkthrough thing. So there was really no line for it. And like, you know, like before you even say it, like the whole park um, kind of becomes like an outdoor walkthrough thing. Because then there becomes like actors walking around like the whole park kind of jumping out and scaring people but there was one part that was like specifically cordoned off that was like you know um haunted trail or some shit like that and so you walked through that and there had some actors that were jumping out at you and it was kind of like a haunted house and it was one of their haunted attractions but there was no line for it because you could just walk right through it um so that was cool some of the actors were cool, but we didn't actually get to go into any of the indoor haunted houses or like the revenge of the corn stalkers, like little <laughs> maze thing and, and, and shit like that, because the lines are just so fucking long. And the thing about hollow weekends is, is you want to fucking ride the dragster and shit too. Well, there. dragster's done. I don't know if you know that. Um, I haven't been there. In, oh, actually, I think I did see an article about that. Dragster's done. It was still standing when we were there, but not operational. Um, But the haunted house stuff doesn't start until later in the day anyways. So you get there early, ride your roller coasters and shit, and then you move over to the haunted house kind of part of it. But the lines are so long and it's so crowded that like you're looking at like an hour and 45 minute wait to get into a haunted house. And I'm just like, I can wait for an hour, two hours for a roller coaster, but an hour, two hours to walk through a haunted house doesn't seem like a economical uh, use of my time. So we didn't wait in line for any of the haunted houses. You can buy a fright pass which is separate from your fast pass that you would get to get onto the roller coasters faster mm. um so you know if you're made of money i bet you that hall of weekends is probably one of the best haunted houses that you can go to but if you're not then it's 
it's fun, but don't expect to hit all of the haunts and, um, you know, really get the full experience because just the lines are too ridiculously long. Yeah. Never been to Halloween. I've only been to Cedar Point once on like a field trip, but haven't been to Halloween. It's always been on the list, but then we never fucking get around to actually doing it. Well, maybe next year, you know, we should all go like the taco town should just go to Cedar point for hollow weekends. And, you know, maybe we can try to get into one of the houses, I, but it's to a point now where like hollow weekends is just so hyped that like people literally show up just for the haunted. Like, so right, you're yeah, there yeah. riding the roller coasters and stuff and people you, are like looking at you They're like what are you what are well, you doing no here? not even <laughs> this that is a, you're this there, is a theme park you're there riding the roller coasters and stuff and then when the actors show up at like 7 p.m then like a whole nother so you're already like wow i'm waiting two hours for this roller coaster there's so many people here fuck and then the actors show up and then you're still seeing people like buy tickets to get into the park because now they're coming in just to go to just the for the haunted house. houses yeah you know people are wearing costumes and stuff and it's just you know so it's is it cheap is it cheaper if you just go for the haunted houses like if you show up at like seven can i you... don't i don't know because i want to ride the roller coasters i am not interested in just going to the haunted houses i i definitely want to ride the fucking val raven and the goddamn uh steel vengeance and and all that shit yeah i don't know i used to be scared of all that shit so of roller coasters yeah most of them most of those i haven't even been on before are are you still scared of roller coasters no not anymore but well yeah now you got to get in there and get on all the roller coasters man cedar point has some really fucking good ones and those two that i just named right there are like insane steel vengeance you can't even bring your fucking phone on because like the like velocity of it or whatever and the way the lap bar is designed like how fast you go and and downhills and shit and how your body kind of lifts up into the bar it crushes you like your phone like when you do it there's literally a display outside of the ride of just like it's just a case full of destroyed phones from like going on the ride so there's like a locker uh before you get on that you have to put your phone and shit in um and then you get it like when you come out is that one of the ones where like you're dangling there no you're not dangling it's just like it's a steel enforced wooden or no it's a wooden enforced steel coaster. Like I'm not really sure, but it's it's like really intense and it goes really fast. The downhills are like straight fucking down. Um, and so like there's a lot of velocity on it. And um, so it just cracks phone screens. I'm actually pissed because before we could get in line, I had like a fanny pack, right? And the uh lady that like at the beginning of the line was like oh you can't bring your fanny pack on this ride huh like what the, you know because i'm allowed to bring my fanny pack on like literally every other ride um because it's literally attached to my body but 
they're like, no, you have to go get one of those lockers over there. Okay. So one of the fucking like $5 for two hour lockers. Right. Okay. Whatever. So we went and got the locker, but we still had our phones, you know, because we're about to wait in like an hour and 45 minute line. Like I'm not going to yeah, sit there without my fucking phone. Um, so we brought our phone on and right before the coaster, there's the lockers now that you have to put your phone in, but they're free. And then I open this shit up and I'm like, yo, my fanny pack would fit in here with these phones. So I had to pay for a fucking locker, even though they offered free lockers for the ride. This is bullshit. Next time we go back and I have my fanny pack on and somebody tries to tell me that. I'll be like, dude, I'm going to put it in the fucking free locker. Like, this will fit in the free locker. Fuck off. So this is a slightly different different topic, but it's the same scenario. So we went, when we just went to My Chemical Romance a couple weeks ago, my wife obviously brought a purse with her to the event for, you know. To carry her gun to shoot Gerard Way. Yes. Gerard Way, yeah. Yes, naturally, as you would. So we go to the thing and they say, hey, that purse is too big. You can't bring that person. You have to go to buy one of the fucking lockers or whatever. And well, because first they were going to let us through. And then they look at her bag and they're like, oh, no, this is this is too big. You guys can't go in with this. So we were like, fuck. And we had already showed up late to the fucking show on the Uber, which was a Tesla and was insane, by the way. Um, But for really nice. Man, they they seem so nice. I couldn't figure out the fucking door. Like, you literally had to, like, hold your hand over this thing and it would, like, automatically, like, go up. Like, I couldn't even fucking get in the thing. Yeah. Too high class for me. But the traffic was bad. So we fucking show up. We missed Thursday, of course. And then, so we're trying to walk into this fucking show. And they're like, oh, you can't bring that bag in here. You're going to have to go um, drop it off with, like, security or get, like, a storage locker or whatever. And so they send us back outside and we're like circling around the building, trying to find somewhere to put this fucking thing. And luckily the place, the venue, it was like at the, the little Caesars arena or whatever has multiple entrances to it. So my idea was to just go through and find an entrance where the employee looked like they did not give a fuck (laughs) the size of the purse. And that's exactly what we did. And it worked. We literally walked in. They didn't say a goddamn thing about it. So you just found an employee that basically looked like me in the face. You're like, that guy reminds me of Dynamite Jared. He's not going to give a shit. <laughs> exactly. Pretty much. Um, and it worked and we we got in just in time. And Well, not just in time. I would have liked to have been there for some of the openers. But got to our seats just in time to watch uh, MCR. So That's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about that, but yeah, you know, some people don't give a fuck. I mean, <laughs> these door people are criminally underpaid, and I don't, I don't want to say criminally underpaid, but they're not paid very much, I assume. And uh, some of them are just not going to give a shit, obviously, but some of them are also going to be like the Dwight Schrute. That's going to be like, nah, you can't do, you know, whatever, but. I think that the person in front of the line on yours gets a percentage of the uh, the profits from the storage lockers that are $5. Mm. Yeah. Well, 
I wasn't serious. You look like I was serious. <laughs> uh, I think that I think that she did have a stake in those in those storage lockers for sure. But uh, regardless, uh, have you gotten an adult Happy Meal yet? I haven't. No. Uh, whenever I get McDonald's, I like to do it on the app because I don't fucking like waiting in lines. And it wasn't available on the app, and I was just like, "Well, I guess that's it." <laughs> So for the full nostalgia, buddy, you have to go through the drive-through. Did you get the adult happy meal? I hate McDonald's, but right now they brought back the boo buckets. But um, that's separate though than the adult happy meals. I think mean, it's just with the regular happy meals. Oh, all right. Well, the adult happy meals are different. It's where they have all those weird, like fucked up toys where Grimace has like six eyes and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw some of those earlier. I'm not not a fan you remember god dude back in our day like i still have like a fucking plastic like storage tote at like my parents house with all these fucking 90s mcdonald's toys mcdonald's toys used to be bussing on god for real (laughs) 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 like they did they did a collab with the power rangers movie when that shit dropped um, I think they did a collab for Power Rangers Turbo as well. I mean, I might be getting some of these mixed up with Burger King. I know for the first Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie that McDonald's did the collab for it because I got all the figures. Like every week, you would go in to get the the figure that was out that week, and so I had all the Power Rangers from the uh, goddamn new movie, and so. But also, they did the Dragon Ball Z collab. There was a Pokemon collab. I have the Pokemon fucking like golden cards. Yeah, the golden, golden cards. But those yeah. weren't even in kids' meals. No, you had to pay for those. Those were like separate. Well, no, they came with the value meal. Oh, did they? Yeah, they came with the value meal. So basically, the adult kids' meal, like of the time, but it wasn't called the adult kids' meal. Yeah, with the value meal. You would get your Dragon Ball Z and um, Pokemon cards with the gigantic fucking Pokeball. At least that was my impression of it. Either that or my parents were like, yeah, it comes with the value meal. But in reality, they were paying extra for the toys. But those I swear to God, you had to pay like five dollars for one of those fucking things. I can't remember. Well, buddy, you were even younger than me at the time. You're still younger than me. Were you buying this out of your own pocket? No, I mean, I was fucking spoiled. Yeah, so I don't expect you to know the finances behind what went into your McDonald's toys. Yeah. But yeah, um, in my opinion, Dragon Ball Z and Pokemon collabs and McDonald's goaded. Those are two of the all-time great, like... uh mcdonald's collaborations in my opinion still Wendy, to this wendy's always had some whack-ass toys like i remember like on the off chance we would end up going to a wendy's and getting like a kid's meal the toys were always fucking like trash it was from whatever like fucking d-tier kids movie had come out like the year previously it was like by the time wendy's fucking got the toys i um i was just looking at my uh my Michael Jordan to see if he was from McDonald's or not, but uh, I'm sure that one of those restaurants did a Space Jam collab at the time. Um, Burger King kind of had whack toys too. Like 
Uh, because Burger King also did a Pokemon and a Dragon Ball Z collab at one point, but the Pokemon one was literally just like those spin tops. Oh no. You so you would spin it <laughs> and it was just like a Pikachu that would like spin around. And then like I have a Vegeta uh Burger King toy, and it's just like Oh god, it's so weird. I don't even know how to describe it. Like it's <laughs> like it's just such a weird fucking toy. It's it's not good, but obviously as a kid, you know, I didn't give a fuck because I was just like, "Oh my god, Burger King has the Dragon Ball Z toys now, so we have to go to Burger King." And so, you know, whoever had like the, you know, whoever was doing a collab with an IP that I was interested in, that's the fast food that I would go to weekly to get all the toys for. Yeah. So Burger King. Yeah. Burger King also did collab with Dragon Ball Z. Their toys were nowhere near as hard as the McDonald's value meal ones. Cause the McDonald's value meal ones, they just had like those statues, like the silver statues of all the characters, except for super Saiyan Goku was like the gold, like the little yeah. gold statue. <laughs> That was cool. And they came with the stands. I think the stands lit up like when you would put the character on them, I'm pretty sure. Like there was like a Z on the stand, I think, that would have like an LED behind it. And then, you know, the gold plated Pokemon cards. How much are those worth now? Probably a lot. I'm not sure off the top of my head. I still have at least like two of them. Yeah, I might have some floating around in my mom's house. And I, you know, I definitely have like, um, one of my mcdonald's like i think it's frieza um statue from mcdonald's in like one of my cases over here and probably at my mom's house i might have a few more floating around i had them all at the time obviously they had piccolo frieza goku super saiyan goku and vegeta i'm not sure if they had a kid gohan because yeah, this was coming, this all came out um, around the time that the second half of the Namek saga was finally airing on Toonami. Let's see here. Uh, DBZ McDonald's toys. Let's take a look here. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Okay, here we go. Okay, 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 okay. So they had a Gohan and a Krillin, like a Namek Saga Gohan and Krillin. And another thing that I forgot about, about these toys, that is 100% true, they came with the Dragon Ball Z um, card game. Like, they came with a card for each character that, like, was part of the official trading card game. And, um... Yeah, that that happened, and it does it does have the stands. Um, I don't think when you put the figures on the stand, the Z lights up, but there's like a button at the front that you press, and then the Z lights up. McDonald's did a Dragon Ball Super toy collab. I would imagine. I mean, they're still making toys, Jerry. <laughs> I mean, they do this shit all the time with. For New some shows, reason, I just kind of felt. I just kind of felt like you know how everything gets worse when you get when you get older. 
I just thought that, you know, like the kids these days didn't know what they were missing. I mean, they're still doing Pokemon toys. I mean, they're still doing, I mean, everything that's still relevant to kids. I mean, they're still doing toys and shit of it at McDonald's. How did I not know that McDonald's did a Dragon Ball Super collab in 2017? Because you hate McDonald's. I know, but I would that, that this like you're is, not you're not getting I'm targeted. The target, I'm the target demographic for this. Like I'm the idiot that even though I hate McDonald's, like ooh, Dragon Ball Z toys. I would go to McDonald's to get the toys, even though these toys look awful. <laughs> Have, have I, you, figure, I haven't have, seen them. No. Have you seen these? Like, no. can you Google this? Do, is there a way for me to send these to you? It's, oh my God. Hold on. Hold on a second. All right. I can, I, I can Google it right now because I was looking up. So, a follow up to get a lot of the three Pokemon cards, the gold ones, it'll set you back on eBay for $20.50. So, obviously, a high value collector's item. But do you remember this at fucking... Wait, that's for all of them? For three of them. So Charizard, Clefairy, and Pikachu. Do they come with the Pokeballs? That's what I was going to say. You remember the fucking Pokeballs? Those were the best best Pokeballs on the market. Like, you could not even go to... Because the fucking kids were swallowing them. They fucking recalled them. How can you swallow those? I swear they recalled them for something. I thought it was for kids fucking swallowing. It must them. have been. It must have been lead paint or something. There's no way you couldn't swallow them because they were the size, like they were life size, like so. Okay, so Pokeballs in the show they shrink when Ash puts them on his belt or whatever, right? Right. But when he's about to summon a Pokeball, it becomes like this handful. Ooh, oh, so fun fact. The Pokeballs were from Burger King. Wait, what? I'm looking this up right now, and there's an article reflecting on the Burger King Pokemon disaster of 1999. Wait, is, are these the ones that people were swallowing? Hold on, I'll fi- I, I'm gonna. I gotta get to the bottom of this. Fuck. You can fill the air if you want. Well, hold on. I'm looking up McDonald's Pokemon. While parents a 13-month-old suffocated to death from the Pokemon toy. But, but how? Okay, so the golden cards were from Burger King then. This must be another Pokeball because this looks nothing like it. So this is the fucking one that was the safety hazard. I remember both. But I thought they were both. Okay, I, I, you know what? Yeah, I remember both, too. But, but I thought even... they were both from McDonald's. So this one was from Burger King. No, the other one, the gold ones were definitely from McDonald's. No, it's it's showing right here, right now. I'm looking at a lot. Vintage 1999 Burger King 23-karat gold-plated Pokemon trading cards. And also, the Pokeball that those came in is also um, being sold right next to it. It also says Burger King. This might be the same seller, though. Which one was it? All right, it must me... have been, it must have been Burger King then, or we got fucking Mandela effect or something. But everything... we just assumed that... it had to be McDonald's. That's the premier fast food. It was Burger King, dude. It was fucking Burger King. What the? Fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> What the fuck, dude? That's crazy. So Burger King had the most lit Pokemon toys. 
And we you were we were just shitting on Burger King's toys a few minutes ago. I cannot believe it. Burger King Pokemon toys were the goat. The goat. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. And dude, god damn it. I wish as a kid that I just had the collector's mindset that I have now. Because these Burger King Pokeballs. They came with the gold-plated cards. They also came in the cardboard box. And, it, like, it was totally, like, oh, my God, I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> with disgust with myself. Um, They came with the fucking Pokeball. Like, they came with the, the packaging. Like, there was a box packaging around it, too. Like, if I would have held on to all that shit, I wouldn't even sell it today because I'd just be like, God damn, like and I would just have it proudly displayed in my home, but like, ah, oh God, I miss those. And, and like I said, the, the, uh, pokeballs, right. They came with the golden cards. They were like the perfect pokeball. Like it was the only thing about them is they had the little notch stands, right? Like yeah, the bottom yeah. and the, and also the bottom was kind of flattened out. But other than that, for you to play Pokemon and shit, like they literally the only way to do it. They had the button that you pressed and it opened up like an actual Pokeball would. And just like, and it was the perfect handheld size. It had like the, the shiny, uh, paint that had like the glossy paint finish to it. So it looked like an actual Pokeball would, um, in real life, you would think that it would be glossy, and like oh god damn 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 those are good i'm i'm literally just staring at them on google image search right now <laughs> but some of these dragon ball z uh all right so hold on i'm gonna look up because i i i swear burger king did these shitty dragon ball z toys what you're not gonna sit here and tell me that burger king did the dragon ball z toys too is Burger King the goat? Did Burger King make all the good toys? Wait a minute, dude. I just realized this and I remembered this. Dude. Do you realize that the majority of Dragon Ball fans in this country, the first time that they saw the driving episode was because of Burger King? No. When you would get the value menu, the value meal, it came at one point with the fucking VHS tape with the driving episode on it. How that's did I how, miss this? That's how I got the fucking driving episode initially was through fucking Burger King. That's insane. Like, is it Burger King that did the cool toys, though? Like, I thought for sure that was McDonald's and the Burger King did the jabroni ones. Because I'm seeing the jabroni ones right now. I'm literally looking <laughs> at the fucking Vegeta that I have that looks like dog shit. Um, oh, my God. This Trunks toy is is abysmal. Let me... <laughs> Can I? I'm going to send this to you on Facebook, I guess. And then you can <laughs> pull it up. I think it's... Uh ebay listing but um look at the trunks toy in the front i remember that krillin one 
with the balance thing. Oh my god! I remember that Krillin over to the side, and he was kind of built like one of those balance birds. Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? Like the eagle where the wings come out in front. So he was like, you can see he has the two key blasts and shit. Those are like his wings that are balancing him out. So you would like balance him like on his chin or whatever on the tip of that mountain. I remember that right. shit. I remember that Piccolo and I remember that. What Goku. is with Piccolo's arms in this picture? He's like doing the robot or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, the, and that Vegeta toy right there. I have that in my kitchen as we speak. It doesn't look as skinny in person, though. Like, his face looks fucking, like, sunken in in this picture. All right, so... Because I've seen the one in your kitchen, obviously. It doesn't look as bad as this photo does. Okay. So. Dude. Burger King. Burger King is the toy goat! Burger King is the toy goat. We've rewritten history on this podcast. Because everyone everyone has assumed McDonald's was goaded on the toys. But don't sleep on the king. The Burger King. And also the Toy King. Yeah, dude, because, yeah, Burger King not only did the gold-plated Pokemon cards... They did the silver and gold Dragon Ball Z statues. The yes, they did because the... I, I was looking that up just now when I was looking up. I yeah. just Googled Burger King Dragon Ball, and that was the first thing that came up even before the toys. So McDonald's did a Dragon Ball Z collab in 2006. All little, right. l- little late for you getting Happy Meals, but you, I'm sure you still did. <laughs> no, I didn't because I wasn't even aware of this and I've never seen these toys before. Like to the point where I'm like, Jesus Christ, was this only like in Japan? Like I'm like not even sure. But here's an image of these toys I sent to you on Facebook. Hopefully you can put these up on the YouTube video. Look how awful those toys look. Those look so fucking bad. Yeah. I mean, if I would have known about them at the time, this was a year before I graduated from high school, but I probably still would have got those. Yeah. Fuck, when I was in when I was in college, the fucking I can't remember which fast food place it was doing, but it was right across from like our where our classes was. So we would go there sometimes and they had Shrek toys there. And I thought they were the funniest fucking thing. So I like went up there and I said, I'm not buying a kid's meal, but how much do I have to give you to get one of those Shrek toys? And the fucking dude just gave it to me. So if you're trying to get the toys at a fast food place, also go up to the person who does not give a fuck because they will just give you the toys. <laughs> and look at the Dragon Ball Super collab from 2017. Look how shitty those fucking figures look. Again, oh I, I, I'm creating more work for Buddy here, but I'm hoping that if you're watching the YouTube video that he's posting these images as I'm sending them to him and we're talking about them on the podcast. If I remember uh, <laughs> to, to do this, <laughs> we'll see. Um, if not, I'll definitely remember after the episode's up and I will leave links to what we're talking about in the description and you'll know what's what. So Links in the description, but hopefully on the screen for you to look at right now. Yeah. And those look horrible but anyways have you have you looked at the new boo buckets yeah i have they're terrible yeah they're not the best they're really bad i i don't they're literally like because like i wasn't even compelled to go get one for nostalgia reasons because it's literally like you can get that at like dollar tree or whatever like it's literally nothing 
the old ones are so much better. <laughs> yeah. I wish I still had some of my old ones. These new ones literally just reek of modern design. I, you know, like, and then they have the weird, like, top. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of them. I guess, you know, I guess that the faces are kind of similar. But the tops are all bad on the new ones. Like the tops are like 2D. They have like the full 3D top on the old ones. Damn. Let me look up. I think it's from 1999 or 91. Let's see. This has just become like a Google search. Google search the podcast. No way, dude. Holy shit. No, dude. The old boo buckets go way harder. (laughs) Where's the fucking uh they like dude they had three different pumpkin ones McPunkin, McBoo, and McGoblin. And the only one that they have right now for a pumpkin is McGoblin. Yeah. Um, let's see here. The old ghost one had hands on the side, more face. The witch one had little had hair yeah and the pumpkin like it has like it's like different colors you know like it's not just this is an orange lid orange body it would literally have like a pumpkin stem that like was green on it yeah dude what the hell yeah i'm not into the new boo buckets listen Uh, because you're doing this to appeal to our audience right you're doing this for the people with the nostalgia of it give them what they fucking want well, some people are still into it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm seeing people, like, that I follow on Instagram posting pictures. You're like, oh, I just got my boo bucket today. And they're posting that. I saw one person, though, posting uh, they got their boo bucket, and they posted it with their vintage one, like, right next to it. It was, like, 2022 versus 1991. And I was just like, well, goddamn, the 1991 looks way, way better <laughs> i don't know yeah it's, yeah they're trying to cash in on the nostalgia but just just use the extra plastic i know yeah. you know just the environment <laughs> just make them the way that i want them boo buckets busted busted now low-key on oh god for real for real <laughs> Oh, geez. What yeah. do we call this one? Haunted houses and, and boo buckets? Haunted houses and, and I mean, we barely talked about the boo buckets, but haunted houses and Burger King toys, I guess. Damn. Burger King toys are the goat. The goat. Legend. What else do you want to talk about? Do you want to talk about this Resident Evil and Silent Hill stuff, or you want to save that for when we can get the number one fan of both franchises on the show? We could talk about it. It's topical. Um, you know, I'm still just like, all right. So hey, I'm here, not tra- here's here's my thing with the Resident Evil Four because I've wa- I watched the trailer, but even before this, we were kind of saying the same thing. 
aside from improving like the gameplay and stuff like that like these graphics look like nearly the same they're better slightly i know like like it's literally like if you were to like it's not like the most drastic difference in my mind it's still going from a ps2 era game to a modern engine but here's the thing because the gameplay in the original resident evil 4 still holds up today like so what that you can't aim and run at the same time and there's no quick turn but other than that like the controls in that game are easy and i don't know it's just like i just don't i still don't think that it's time for a resident evil 4 remake i think it's too soon trailer looks good i'm kind of worried about them cutting content from the story I didn't see Krauser in the trailer. Was Krauser in the trailer? I thought so. Maybe in that second one, like the one with the gameplay stuff. I swear to God it was, unless I'm going insane. But then again, I didn't watch them separately as trailers first. I actually was on the live stream for a second. Um, so it might have been shown like in there, but I don't remember seeing Krauser. Uh so We'll see what happens with that. I hope that they don't cut like a significant portion of the story out. And, you know, just, I guess if you're going to do anything, do a shot for shot remake with modern controls with some added bonus content or whatever. Don't put your own spin on things. We know that that doesn't work. It's not the time with the Resident Evil 4. Here's another one, though, that's driving me crazy. Because people are posting all over, like, Facebook, survival horror is back. Because all these remakes are coming out. They're making a remake of Dead Space. I saw you. You put put that in. I can't even fucking breathe right now. Thinking of your fucking facial expression when you saw why, that. Why the fuck are they remaking Dead Space? It's literally a new game. You're remaking a new game. I swear to God, that game's less than ten years old. Like I may be, I may be, maybe I'm lying. Maybe it's like 2008. But let's see here. Dead Space, Dead Space, Dead Space. Where, what year did this come out? 2008. 2008? I, how did I snipe that? That's crazy. But regardless, it's a PS3 game. Like, all it needs is an HD remaster, which I'm pretty sure it already has. Right. The controls are still, like, as far as I recall, modern and good and i don't know man i don't see any point in in remaking dead space see silent hill 2 makes sense like it's literally like on fucking ps1 no it's ps2 it's ps2 yeah okay silent hill 2 or wait It's a remake of Silent Hill 2, right? It's a remake of Silent Hill 2, yeah. 
Okay, so yeah, Silent Hill 2 is on PS2. Silent Hill 1 is on PS1. Got it. And the Silent- Which they never remade, right? They I, just skip they just skipped it and went to Silent Hill 2 because it's everyone's favorite. Yeah, I guess so. To be fair, I've beaten the only one that I've beaten is Silent Hill 1. And to be fair, the story in Silent Hill 1 is kind of weird. It's not that good. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to say it's not that good, but it's I have a feeling that Silent Hill 2's probably got like the better the better story. Yeah, supposedly Silent Hill 3 has a really good story too. Yeah. No pyramid head in Silent Head Silent Hill 1. Maybe that's why they're like, ah, screw it. We'll just skip to the second one. Yeah. There's a new uh, Silent Hill mainline entry coming out, though. Yeah, well. I saw I saw that. Uh, it's like supposed to be like a prequel, right? Like it takes it's place set in, in the... Japan during the Showa period. <laughs> yeah, so you'll love it. Yeah, I will. I'm 1,000% going to fucking play this. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely going to play Silent Hill F. 1960s Japan. Hard. It is kind of strange that it's not set in the town of Silent Hill. Yeah, I wonder how they're going to like tie that in. I don't know. It'll be interesting, but um, you know, I'll definitely play that survival horror in 60s Japan. I'm here for it. Yeah. It'll probably be pretty creepy too with like Ringu girls and fucking Juwan shit going on. Yeah. Did you hear that Kevin Nash's son died? Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. I had just listened to their podcast the other day. His son was on it, like talking about like some concert that he was about to play. Really? And then mm-hmm. like I was listening to that, and then when I got home from work, I just saw my phone, like, Kevin Nash's son dies. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. Kind of eerie to be, like, listening to, like, he was actually on there, like, promoting his show. I had a similar, like, this is literally insane that our lives are synced up like this, and we have similar stories to tell that happened around the same time. So I just showed a film in my class called American Movie. I mean, you know about American Movie, right? Yeah, the guy from that movie died. Literally right, like, the next class after I showed the film in class. Oh, really? Yeah. Jesus. And, like, they literally had to ask me because, like, I showed the film and, like, we had, like, a couple minutes after to, like, talk about it. Um, Because I was like, yeah, like, at, like, they're still around today, like they're doing their thing. Cause like I'm friends with both of them on Facebook. And then I was like, yeah, Mike's still, you know, doing his thing. He's been sober all this time or whatever. And then he fucking died. Like right then. <laughs> the, the second that you said he's been sober. Yeah. He just dropped dead. Yeah. RIP to legend. Yeah. yeah it's it just fucking cra- like crazy. Irony, I guess. I, mean, I don't know. 
I don't know what to describe it, that both of us had a similar experience like that, and both of that happened recently. Well, I mean, uh, I guess, you know, thoughts, I'm not going to say prayers, thoughts, thoughts go out to uh, the families. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know anyone in there and, and your guys' family, but uh, thoughts go out to Kevin Nash. Seemed like uh, he had a really good relationship with his son, unlike most wrestlers. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about? Uh, I don't know. I guess we we barely talked about the those horror games. Yeah. The Resident Evil 8 DLC drops later this week. Um, excited about that as well. Being able to play the game in third person. That should uh, be fun. And I that might, might entice me to replay the game, actually. Yeah. yeah. So, and they've added some new shit to the mercenaries, but I'm fucking trash at it. My wife would love playing mercenaries because she's always playing that, like, Call of Duty zombies and shit, but she won't do it. And I still need that last fucking trophy. So, my wife could win that for me. That'd be, that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be fantastic. Um, I'm I'm excited to play the game again in third person. I really I prefer Resident Evil in the third person, so I hope it's not like really buggy or anything. I hope it runs well. And, it just uh, it just sucks because literally like because the game came out like two years ago. Like there's been so many fan mods where like I've already seen the game like in third person for a lot of, a lot of it. So it's not going to be like seeing it fresh for the first time, but. Uh, who knows it should be it should be fun and you know i'm looking forward to playing the uh whatever it is of rose the freaking the side the uh whatever the the rose like side shadow shadow of rose or something something like that um yeah so should be interesting should be fun i'm i'm looking forward to it and you know I'm, I, you know we're both gonna play the Resident Evil Four remake. It's oh well, yeah. It's you know I just wish that they would have remade Code Veronica. Yeah, instead. at least at least like go in order. You know, a game a game that actually could probably use a remake, like a modern retelling, because it's still a PS2 game with like tank controls. At least Resident Evil Four was like a late era PS2 game. And it yeah. was originally a GameCube game, like a late era GameCube game, but you know, ported to PS2 like a year later. I think Nintendo had like a year of exclusivity when the when the game. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was a GameCube exclusive. Um, and now it's on like every yeah. fucking console known to man. I, I'm pretty sure I could play Resident Evil Four on NES at this point. Pretty much, I'm sure someone has tried to put it on a cartridge. So, um, I'm just, you know, we'll play it. I'm, I'm actually looking forward more to the Silent Hill 2 remake. I have Silent Hill 2, but I still haven't played it because I wanted to stream it. But now I'm so busy with school and podcasts and homework and, and work all the time. And then somewhere in there, I have to find time to spend with my family. And it's just... <laughs> So I haven't had time to stream Silent Hill 2. 
if I had an actual audience for it, it would probably be more It does motivated. make it more uh more fun to do things but it's like, oh yeah, it's not just <laughs> I'm doing this for nothing. It's not it's not just me talking to literally no one and then maybe Caleb will pull in and with like Russian facts or whatever like Jesus out of nowhere Christ. and I have to like be like yeah, what a what a interesting fact about Russia as I'm getting stabbed to death by like one of those little midget things and yeah in Silent Hill. Are you going to play the Dead Space remake? I've never played the original, so I don't know. I'm not a not a fan of the franchise, obviously. I have no experience in either of them. But the original Dead Space is a really good game. I've beaten the original, uh, so I would recommend it. I'm a dude. I'm assuming it's got to be. Can I check the fucking PlayStation app right now? Well, like, yeah, why not? It's I is can de- check. Is you can get literally a- you can literally get anything on fucking the PlayStation Store, pretty much. Dead space. You're looking it up? Good because I'm Yeah, you to... yeah, you can get it on fucking PS5. But no, this must be for the that's for the remake. Because I was like, why the fuck is this seventy dollars? Hmm. No, it's not on there actually. Uh, just drop an HD remaster. Yeah. Like that's all you need. I don't I don't understand, but but let's rebuild the game from scratch to do the same thing with barely better graphics. <laughs> Whatever. Do we have a poll? We got a poll this week? Uh nothing off the top of my head. You got a so, poll? Uh, have we ever done the sexiest survival horror character? Well, are we gonna flip a coin or who's who's doing Leon? <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus Christ. All right, so then All right. Who is the sexiest boo bucket? And and the witch can't be involved because the witch is obviously identifies as a female. And that can give us our clickbaity title like which uh <laughs> cuz that's topical, <laughs> the boo buckets. I'm definitely going with the fucking pumpkin with the green. But hold on though, because there's uh where There's... how can I find them with their names? What do I have to look up to get the All right, so look up Boo Bucket 1991 and then um just kind of scroll down a little bit and there will be um at least the pumpkins. There'll be one like it's like a screenshot from a commercial that has the three pumpkins. Make I Mc, see a Mc, McBoo, McPumpkin, Mc Mc and McGoblin. McGoblin is the only one they've brought back. I don't see why they didn't bring back McBoo. Or a, <laughs> you saw, so McBoo. <laughs> I mean, I mean McPumpkin. McPumpkin. I think that one's the most like classic. Yeah, one. like that one. Iconic. That's the one I would want. Yeah. Um. What's the name of the ghost? Do they have a name for the ghost pump? The ghost bucket? Boo bucket. 
ghost name? Is he just the Boo Bucket? I guess, I guess so. I have no idea. I can't seem to get any more information about it. I don't want to go with Mick Goblin. I'm just going to put that out there right now. I don't want to go with Mick Goblin. I don't like that design. And especially because it's what they went with for the new. These ones look so fucking bad. Like, I'm seriously just like looking at like the new ones right now. And it's just like not good. Like, it's so cheaply done. It's literally just a design like on the front that they fucking like screen. Pr- it looks just like a fucking, I don't know, like no effort was put into it at all. Yeah. Are there. There's no way. There's no. There's no ridges on the original, like, no, there's not. Okay. There's, like, a, like, a commercial art where it makes it look, I don't, I, it's probably not a commercial, it's probably, like, a magazine, like, ad art where it makes it look like the original Boo Buckets have, like, pumpkin ridges in them, even on the side, not just on the lid. Did you see these ones they did in 2011? No. These Halloween, like, they're, I mean, it's the same, like, scenario. I didn't even know that existed. Those are awful. Those those are even worse than the ones we have now. <laughs> like, it's not even, they don't, I guess they do have a lid. This picture just doesn't show with the lid on, but it's just, like, this weird, cheap, like, black or purple handle on them. Mm. Not good. Not as good as peak 1991 Boo Buckets from McDonald's. Who are you going with, buddy? Who Mc, is your... McPunk? I mean, I feel like we just, have, for the poll, we have to do Pumpkin versus Ghost. All right. Well, then I guess I'm taking the Ghost. I feel like McPunkin's going to murder the Ghost, though. I don't know. You got some Ghost fans. All right. So... Hold on, is this a real one? No. It's just a like a concept art. Oh yeah, it's just a concept art with a black cat. Oh yeah, I saw that one too on there. That would have been cool. Yeah. Maybe if they bring back boo buckets next year, they won't have to suck. They can bring they can bring back they can finally uh, do the uh, concept art, the the black cat. Or it'll, or it'll just be like seven floors of hell. Each year, the boo buckets are going to get more expensive and shittier. Don't put that evil on me. All right. So McPunkin versus McGhost. Who is the sexiest boo bucket? Who are you going to put your Halloween goodies in this season? What are you going to use as a cum bucket? (laughs) Let us know in the Twitter poll. And uh, we haven't even been keeping track uh, of who has been winning these, have we? I haven't even tweeted them. Oh, my God. (laughs) Listen, I edit this shit. I post it. I make the thumbnails. You can put up a poll on Twitter every once in a while. All right. I can do that. That's fine. I'll I'll tweet the I'll tweet the poll out right now. 
Well, this episode won't be out yet. When the episode goes live, then we'll we'll do oh, it. Oh my god! All right, fine. Well, then make sure you fucking text me when the episode goes out so I can goddamn remind me to put the poll up. Well, do you know how you would know? You got to make sure you're subscribing to the channel, turning on that notification bell, so you know when the newest episode of Brain Damage comes out. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening, make sure you're leaving us a five-star review, um, even though Spotify doesn't let you do reviews. But let Spotify know this is the best podcast you've ever heard. Absolutely. We shit all over the Steve Austin show, the Jim Cornette experience. <laughs> I hope Steve Austin so, hasn't done a podcast in like five years. <laughs> we shit all over it. We shit all over the Joe Rogan experience. We shit all over Crime Junkie. All of these podcasts pale in comparison to the Brain Damage podcast, the only podcast that you can tune into week in and week out. Sometimes. Sometimes. Hopefully hopefully we're getting better. Ten times a year you can tune in. (laughs) Ten times a year you can turn in, tune in to get legitimate brain damage like you'll have to be visiting the hospital after you listen to this episode to get an mri or a cat scan to make sure that you're going to be able to continue being a functional member of society after listening to this podcast don't listen to two episodes in a row i i don't advise it that <laughs> not unless you're going to wear some type of helmet or protective gear um make sure that you're getting your regular checkups um and make sure they're checking for brain cancer uh because that's also something that could happen uh from listening to this podcast true well with that we're gonna wrap this thing off and ride into the sunset um as some would say um again just make sure you guys are subscribing to everything um if you guys have been paying attention we're almost done with the month i've put out like 25 fucking videos already this month just a couple more to go next week on halloween so we gotta make sure we figure out what's going on for this will be the halloween episode of brain damage coming out on halloween hopefully miles can be there with us um yeah yeah (laughs) By the way, I was just joking about the brain cancer and serious brain damage. Um, You can listen to multiple episodes in a row. The amount of brain damage that you will sustain will be consistent throughout. It won't really accumulate. Just make sure that you're treated after listening to either one episode or even binge listening to every episode that we've ever put out. Just make sure you you get checked out. Cat scan. Yeah. Make sure that you're okay. Brain damage website coming soon. Is it actually? When can I, I see it? I'm working on it. Uh, when I publish it to a web host, you can see it. I could send you the HTML and CSS file, and you could see that, but that just seems like a fucking headache. It does seems like a hassle for sure. <laughs> it, yeah. So coming soon, hopefully. And with that, um, we're just going to wrap this thing up. So this is Buddy the Bruiser. I'm signing off. Dynamite Jared, and I'll catch your ass. See you, Space Cowboy.
true. 